Okay, so this can be the cold open to your podcast. Why are you sending me to voicemail? We are supposed to be meeting in 20 minutes. I can't imagine what you're doing. I'm just trying to figure out if you need coffee or not. So text me back. And next time, trick up. Digging in the crates for something good Hidden gems often misunderstood Cause you know there's no such thing as too much Welcome back to the show. That message you heard at the beginning was Holly, who is on the show today, but that was actually recorded a couple weeks ago when she came on and we had, well, I'm going to say we had trouble recording it. I had trouble getting it to record and that's not even an accurate description. We We recorded or what I thought was recording for 40 minutes and then I found out it it wasn't recording the whole time. So Holly was kind enough to come back and do it again and uh it it was still a lot of fun i mean the previous one was a lot of fun it's just uh i don't have it recorded so i can't play it for you oh well things happen and we move on and that's good right so uh this week we were actually her and i went to a concert we're going to a concert in dallas so um we were getting ready to do that and we just sort of talked about life. We talked about we were just we were just uh, shooting the breeze, as they say. I think that's a phrase. We talked about monetizing creativity. We talked about weird inventions. We talked about Zach Hansen and Rob Lowe. It was uh, all over the place, but it was great. Holly is so much fun to talk to. This conversation was a lot of fun. Like I said earlier just like 20 seconds earlier i hope you guys enjoy too here it is all right here we go we're recording it's recording i'm just gonna give it like three seconds gonna make sure it's recording okay i'm gonna take a sip of my drink Take a sip of your drink. Let's see if we get that audio. Mm. Seems to be coming through. I can't see you though. Ah, there you are. Are you close enough to the mic? I don't know. Am I? How would you know if you can't hear me through the headphones? You know, let me check on that. <laughs> nope, that's not working. So you sound you sound great. Great. I'm sure you sound great. All right. Hold on. Let me try one more thing. You just okay. keep... Well, I'm not going to tell you to keep talking, but you keep talking if you want. Um, give me a topic and I'll talk on it. Ah, life. That's not a topic. That's... Uh... Yeah, I'm not going to be able to hear you. This technology is not working. Anyway. Yeah, you can talk to me about life, though. How, how How's life? I I, I need to know whether or not I'm being recorded before I can talk to you. Yeah, you're being recorded. Life. 
Okay, so this is going to be potentially... Okay. Yeah. Because I got to censor myself. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Why? Because, you know, not everything is for everyone. Oh, that's true. All right, you're not being recorded. Shut up. I turned it off. All right, what are your deepest, darkest secrets? Okay. There's so many to choose from. I know. Just choose like three top three deep, dark secrets that nobody should ever hear. Uh, We're not recording. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't give me, don't give me your secrets, but tell me how things are going. Um, things are going all right. Uh, I'm not going to say no complaints (laughs) because as we both know, that's, uh, never, never the case. Couldn't you just say no complaints though? I do have complaints. What are your complaints? You know, um, I wish that I was supporting myself, um, as a working artist. I wish that I had a different job. Oh. Yeah, sister. Yeah, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You can call me sister. It's cool. I mean, you know, sometimes you do exude a bit of a feminine energy, but I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's part of my transition. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Just decided. Uh, So we're just shooting the shit or we don't have no topic. We'll see where we go. (sighs) Why don't you tell uh, everyone what happened last time? Last time? Oh, well, I thought I was recording and I wasn't. Mm. There's that story. (laughs) (laughs) We talked for 40-ish minutes. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Got some good content. Got real deep. And Mm. then I was like, all right, thanks for being here. And then then you you had scored it with piano music underneath. So it, it it was deep and it was poignant. And... And then it was like, oh, no. (laughs) And then I went to stop it. And I was like, oh, it's already stopped because it was never going. (laughs) Which I don't know how that happened. I'm telling you, I hit record and I tested it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. I only felt bad because you felt bad. Oh. And I don't think you felt that bad. Well, I was like, what am I going to do? I mean, it's it's done. There's nothing I can do to get it back. So I guess move on. Why do you want to recreate all of that? No, there's we no, that that would be contrived. I'm not into it. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how are you? I'm fine, uh, except for the fact that you hit your head last night and that you might honestly be concussed. I might be. I don't know. You have kind of a foggy look in your eye, I have to say. I think you're just saying that because you heard about that. No, incident. that was the first thing I said to you. I was oh, like, why true. are you so mellow today? And okay. I mean, you're for you're a pretty mellow guy. So I'm more than my regular mellow. Yeah, That's you're like you're mellow yellow today. Well, I did take some, uh, I don't know, what drug would make me mellow? Um, Xanax. I took four Xanax. <laughs> Can, can I have one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I told you earlier, I was playing soccer and uh, there's a gap missing. I don't totally remember what happened, but mm-hmm. I was playing soccer, ran for the ball. Another guy was running for the ball. And then uh, I don't know. And then then uh, my head was on the wall. So I think it, I did a double tap. Yeah. It was a, it was a hit and then a bounce. So my head bounced back into the wall or something. 
This is why I don't play sports. It's never happened before, though. Yeah. I, and then I my vision went out for like a split second. So I was like, oh, that's not good. Mm. But I don't remember how I got to that point. I just remember being on the ground and I opened my eyes and everyone's okay. like, go oh, back up. Is he, are you okay? Wait, you fell all the way to the ground? Oh, yeah, I was on my back. Oh, my God, Jay. I, okay, podcast is over. We're going to the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> so then I got up, and everyone's like, are you okay? Obviously. And it all happened quick enough where nobody realized that my my vision went out for a second. Were you embarrassed? Because, uh, El- no, like, I- Ellen always says, like, whenever you're in pain, like, pain takes a backseat to embarrassment. You're always like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, you're bleeding from your eyes. You're like, no, it's fine. I wasn't really <laughs> embarrassed. Like, I've been hurt plenty of times in soccer where I was in much more pain than I was there. Because I didn't really feel any pain. I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. How did that It's probably because you did so many recreational drugs before. That's true. That helps a lot. Just yeah. whatever I had laying They always around. say alcoholics survive, you know, the crash <laughs> because they're so... <laughs> All right. Like, don't give people the wrong idea. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't remember being embarrassed. I was more upset. I was annoyed that that happened. That you screwed up the play. Or like, no, that I was just like, I was just <laughs> mad because I really wanted to play and I was mad that that... Oh, so did you just stop playing after that? No, I kept playing. So <laughs> the lesson here, children, is never what? give up. Never, <laughs> never give up. Uh, just but, hit your head, potentially uh, severely injure yourself, but keep going because I was hey, why not? Being aware, though, I mean, I I didn't, I wasn't hurt, I wasn't in pain, I didn't feel confused, I didn't, I wasn't seeing things, my vision wasn't impaired, so I was like, I feel okay right now. Yeah. And then I went home, and I still felt okay, it was just, I guess that fogginess. Yeah. All right. I feel here, I don't feel like I'm out of it, even though I do feel more tired today. Okay. Well, if at any point I feel that we need to seek medical attention you're just gonna have to trust me yeah that's why you're here and i'll probably be like i'm fine back (laughs) off you're bleeding from your eyes i'm fine i'm good let's keep going quit being such a mom never give up yeah never give up (laughs) keep living live the dream okay well what else for me for anything um what do you want to talk about? When well, did you lose your virginity? <laughs> what were you talking about before? Before I feel like I cut you off. I just said I wanted a new job. So That's if right. anyone's hiring. What do you, well, you said you want to make a living for yourself as an artist. You're oh, a working yeah. artist, right? Sure. So what are you doing to make that happen? Oh, um, yeah. Not a lot, I guess. Oh, well, geez. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I didn't say I was trying. I just said I was sad that it wasn't just happening. What do you feel like you could do to make it happen? Like, what is, what is that path? I feel I, like I have what... I need to come into um, a considerable sum of money. Oh, stop. I mean, you know... That's not true, though. It's not true, but it would be awesome. <laughs> you're saying what everyone else in the world is saying but i would put it i would use it for good and not for evil also saying what everyone else is saying with that statement mm, not everyone says that anyone who is like i want to win the lottery but i would use it for good but i really would i i would you're not helping 
<laughs> I don't know. What do you think about like how? Do, what's your like opinion on doing like Kickstarter? Because you know how, you know, most artists in our position, you know, have the you know the choice whether or not to use that platform. And so, what what's your take on it? Like, would you ever do mm -hmm. it? Yeah, I love Kickstarter. I've seen people. I feel like like I've I like it too, and I've obviously donated to several Kickstarters for you know projects that I believe in or whatever. But for some reason, I think I would have a really hard time wanting to do it for myself. Like you have to really like you just have to have balls, and you have to have like a lot of confidence it's in good your for work. Me. I and have, I have balls. I <laughs> I know you do. You will, well not for long. Well, then why haven't you ever done one? Um. I just meant physically I have balls. I didn't know you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about your emotional balls. Oh. Your feelings God. balls. Feelings your balls. Your emotion balls. Emotion balls? <laughs> um, why haven't I done one? I don't... I haven't had a project where I thought it made sense to do it. Made sense? Yeah. Well, I, I think for a lot of the stuff I do, I'm not looking... I'm just not ready to ask people for money yet, I guess. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to you have to be in a place where, like, you feel ready. Um, but, you know, what would it be that would make you... I don't know. Like, for me, when I did Blueprints or whatever, I wanted to be able to put something out there myself um, that I funded myself as sort of like a a good faith gesture like this is what i can do if in the future you wanted to contribute to something you know financially that i was to do again like this is like the sort of product that you would get you know yeah. for me it was important to do that you know it's a great way to do it yeah <laughs> what but now you're still worried about it's very difficult for me to ask people for money me too i get that i have like a bit of the imposter syndrome where it's like, it doesn't matter how much effort I put into any project. I don't believe that anybody's willing to pay for it. Yeah. But like, we have to get to that point. Yeah. And I think I would be Unless feel more we come into a large sum of money, which is what <laughs> I said. I think I'd feel more comfortable if I had a product. Like right now, what I'm doing well, is yeah. just sort of an idea. But if I had something that I could give to people if they wanted to contribute, I'd feel more comfortable oh, with that. Oh, you mean like if you invented a... Um, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an invention on the spot. If you invented something that could refrigerate a smoothie overnight... Yeah, it's called a refrigerator. No! Listen, <laughs> we can... FaceTime people across the world. We can put people in space and you can't refrigerate a smoothie overnight. Like this doesn't make any sense to me. You, you put a smoothie in the refrigerator and it, it melts. You put it in the freezer and it freezes solid. Nobody I want buy that though. Yes, they would. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because you buy a smoothie, you drink the smoothie. Not always. Yeah. I don't Have you ever gotten a smoothie from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Because listen, I will tell you what. There is one that I really like. Tell me. And it has peanut butter in it. It's like peanut butter and banana. I can't remember what it's called, but shout out to Tropical Smoothie Thunder. Cafe, Smoothie. who's sponsoring this episode. <laughs> and do you know how many calories it, it was? Probably like 720. That's a meal. I couldn't, but I didn't finish it. Slash, I, I didn't feel uh, comfortable finishing it. <laughs> 
uncomfortable. So, I, you know, I got to put, but, but then I have to finish it because it's never going to be the same consistency again. So I would like a thing, a small device, if you will. And I think it would, I think it would have to be kind of like a, a very miniature margarita machine, you know, that just is constantly stirring. Yeah. And then you, but you stick it in the fridge or the freezer. I think you can get that though. I don't, is that a thing? I don't think it's a thing. I think you could buy it like a margarita machine, put smoothie in it, and just like have that all the time. Okay, but if you bought a margarita, that's like expensive and huge. I I don't know. Listen, I just gave you a really good product for your Kickstarter, and you're rejecting it. I no, don't know. Why. I grew up being told you need to finish your what's on your plate. Well, that's because you're skinny. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, you have, to, you have to finish it. You don't come from, you know, peasant stock like the McNats to where, you know, if it's a 720 calorie smoothie, you need to drink half and then save the rest. Well, maybe get a smaller smoothie then. Or is um, that the smallest one? I don't know if it's the smallest one. I think it, I don't know. I think it's like one size fits all. No. No. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Jay. <laughs> I would. <laughs> that I'm was the saying, best invention that I could come up with. It's a limited market. Do you have an event? Invent something right now, in the next twenty seconds. Go that someone would actually buy. Um. Well, <laughs> something that people would actually buy. I don't know. But when I was a kid, I invented this the car door burn guard. Okay. Which uh, protected your hands from being burned by the. Oh, was summer. it a glove? No, it was like a piece of foam or something that kind of it fit it fit the handle like a glove and then you like velcro strapped around it. I was very proud of that. That sounds time. really janky. It oh it was. <laughs> but I was proud of it. And it definitely Did you protected. invent it for like a class or something? Was no, it an I used to be into no, like inventing things. That? Yeah, I just did it. How adorable. That and the uh, storm barricade, which I won uh, in my bathroom. There's a certificate for wackiest invention. That's what I won that what prize for. What is the storm barricade? Well, the storm tell. barricade, as it's officially known, as it's known around my apartment, and it's on its <laughs> patent form, uh, is an invention that protects your family from tornadoes. You and your family, because here's here's what happens. Okay. You hit a button. And a winch starts. A what? A winch, like a cable winch. Like it doesn't matter. Walls okay. raise up around your house. Oh, like so you didn't. Walls. So you just like made it up in your head. You didn't actually build a prototype. Yeah, I'm sorry that in fifth grade I didn't have the tools to build the storm barricade in prototype. Fifth grade, you need to think smaller. I've never, I've never thought smaller though. <laughs> I, I was terrified of tornadoes, and when I moved here, I was like, "We got, we got, we got to make this stop." But and everyone else is like, "Let's so, go underground," and I'm like, "No, but what about the house?" Okay, walls come up around your house, so are yeah. they just like really, really, really strong walls. Yeah, like steel walls. Okay, so you're just basically a house over your house. House around your house. There's no. I don't think it's there like was a, a house roof. condom. I think it was just tall walls, so it's anything like could run into house anything. contraception. Yeah, yeah, it's a house condom. <laughs> a steel house condom that's what you should have called it well when i put it on kickstarter that is what i could call it it's a what if you put a condom over your condominium <laughs> <laughs> i feel like a condominium should 
be made of that material already. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, how did we get here? <laughs> um, I don't know. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. That's right. So, so, so would you feel <laughs> comfortable asking people for money for the house condom if you did build a prototype? Yeah. Yeah. Because you probably would have sunk a lot of money into that already. Yeah. And it's more concrete. You're like, this is the thing that I've made that works. Do you want to buy it? Art's different. Why? Because it's ephemeral? Because it's not tangible? Yeah, it's more personal. And you're like, well, I like it, but how in the world could anybody else like it? Well, I know some people in this town (laughs) don't have a problem asking for money for their amazing art. So... Would, would that we holly thrown shade <laughs> do you want to name names or um i'm good okay <laughs> i'm just hoping to get some drama started and maybe i'd have so. them on and yeah they could talk about you <laughs> like what do you think of yeah holly? because i handle criticism so well even better and then i'll talk to you about what they said about you it's just like a whole war that i start yeah and i just sit back it's and be just neutral. like a podcast spinoff of uh why do you, it's, and it's called why do you think you're so great yeah oh that's good <laughs> um i don't know no i mean really honestly i'm i feel kind of ambivalent about it because it's like i'm half kind of like ugh, why do they think they're so great but then i'm also like wow good for them yeah. <laughs> i wish i had that much i don't know i don't know if audacity is the right word i guess it's just really just confidence yeah I, it is impressive in a way to have that sort of confidence where you're like, they got to know and too. And it's not like it, they don't produce, you know? Yeah. For anybody who's asking somebody else for money, that, that is, that's difficult. And Maybe we should make a pact right now that within the next year, you and I will both ask for money for our artistic endeavors. Oh, I'm already on that path, you see. Okay, but have you made a pa- have you made a pact yet? Because oh, is that what was gonna force me to do it though? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm just trying to give you the push that you need to reach for your dreams. That's so sweet. You're welcome. But here's the thing. Okay. I'm working on stuff right now, and you just told me that you're not. So it feels I like mean, you need that push. I more am than me. in theory in theory every day i'm working towards something sometimes you know working on something artistic is just observing and you didn't experiencing life that sounds like a (laughs) cop out i know it does but that's kind of how that's like my work ethic is i kind of like consume like as much of life as i can take for a long time and then in short uh, aggressive bursts i produce art oh, it's tough to monetize uh, well isn't it i feel like yeah it is. of course well i mean it's de- i mean it depends on what the medium is like if it's like a painting or something like that like no it's not you know because like you know i've i've had you know months to work on a painting before and then i did it all in like four days <laughs> And then I sold yeah. it. Yeah, but you got to be like to make money on that all the time, don't you? Got to be known and be the best. And I guess it's more about being known. People kind of know who you are. 
Yeah. Art's worth whatever whatever anybody's presence. willing to pay, right? That's right. So how do you get people to pay a lot of money? Gotta get back to those emotional balls. Oh, that's right. You need balls. Mm-hmm. Well. You gotta flex your art nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great idea. <laughs> Flexing your art nuts with Holly and Jay. Oh, you know what? You could start a YouTube channel where that, I mean, that's what uh, episodes are titled. Ugh. <laughs> uh. That sounds like a lot of work. You can start telling other people how to make money as an artist, and then they're going to be like, so how do you make your money? And I'm like, off of you. Yeah, I'm telling you how to do it. <laughs> so you're not doing it? Well, sort of. Well. I'm here. I'm not great at math, but. <laughs> oh, a lot of people do that, though, with entrepreneurship. There's all those courses on being an entrepreneur. And, you know, they're not making any money off of actually being an entrepreneur. They just tell other people how to do it. Yeah. What a world. What, <laughs> what a world. What a time to be alive. Yeah. So, are you excited about tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's tonight? Tonight, we are going to see Hobo Johnson and the Lovemakers. Woo! Woo! In Dallas. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. That's really probably the last concert I went to is the one last year. Well, no, I saw Kings of Leon at the Scissor Tail Park opening. But oh, I'm so glad you didn't get shot. That was fine. It was actually really cool if you stood on the like the very back where you could go, like the back line. It was insane to see how many people were there. Yeah. It's like the biggest concert in the history of Oklahoma City or something like that. Really? I mean, it was 20, I think... 27,000 people or something. I mean, it was crazy. Well, damn. It's crazy. It's cool though. Awesome. But this is going to be a much smaller show. I'm excited. You introduced me to HJ. You're welcome. Thank you. He has done a lot for me. Really? Yeah. In what way? And I, well, I mean, I I was very depressed whenever you first, you know, played me peach scone oh peach scone classic um and you were like this helped me a lot when i was depressed and i was like okay cool and let me just on a side note say to when your friends want to show you a video like online or they want to show you something online like watch your friends videos like a lot of times we think that we have the best videos and like it's almost kind of like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. And you kind of like roll your eyes or whatever, but like watch your friend's videos. Like it'll make them feel good and it'll probably make you feel good. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's just a piece of advice. That's nice. But um, because don't you like it whenever you show somebody something and they, they really like it? It makes you feel good about you. Yeah, of course. So I'm, I'm like, I... I feel mean, like I only show stuff that's really important, though. Things that I get right. really, really excited about. And very rarely do we come upon something all on our own. Usually it's somebody who's shown us this thing, but, you know, maybe it was such a long time ago that we forgot or whatever. But, like, you know, I mean, it's very rare that, I, yeah, I, I just come across something on my own. It's yeah. usually someone else has directed me towards it. But, I mean, my, anyways. My brother's the one that directed me to Really? Him. 
through a, like a Facebook post. See, now that's cool. So it's like you we've started this chain. Yeah. Of and so yeah. Anyways, I really liked I really liked it, and then you know I watched like the rest of his videos online, and um, yeah, like that was I was really depressed at the time. I didn't have a job, and um, I was really sick, and like you know some days like you know there there were just moments during the day when i didn't know what else i literally just didn't know what else to do it was like i was living minute to minute you know and so i would just i kind of just watched them started watching them obsessively just to like pass the minutes by and they helped me a lot what, so which song helps you the most um i'm not sure which one helps me the most i watched Peach scones a lot, and and I and I think that you know, his aesthetic, which is to kind of write about sad things and then, uh, like, and then express them in kind of a happy way, you know. So yeah. there's that sort of, um, it's sort of incongruous, but it feels right, you know. I don't know. It just it 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 hits you in a way that's like, um that's like really good for you and really healing because it's like, Oh, I can relate to this, but it's also not pushing me deeper into the hole. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's uplifting because you connect, but you're also moving forward. Well, it's like you see somebody else talking about hard things, but they seem okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's like, okay, this guy made it through like I can too. And like, you know, you know, knowing his backstory and stuff. I mean, he had, you know, some, you know, he was kicking rocks like for a while. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I really liked that. I, I listened to Sex in the City a lot. I liked that a lot. Um, and then my sister really liked Crevé Queer. So is that how you say it? I don't know. I know that song, but I don't know if that's how you say it. Well, I looked it up and I know that it means there's a, there's a place in Missouri called Crevé Queer, but there's also in, I think, Latin it means heartbreak. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so like my sister really liked that song. And so I started listening to that one a lot too. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just like the piano um, and like how they're both kind of like more mellow or whatever. But um, gosh, I mean, kind of, kind of just like them all. Me too. <laughs> it's two full albums now. Yeah. And he is not disappointed. I know. So we're going to go see him. Yay. Hopefully I'm not going to get pushed over by some like screaming 17 year old. Oh, He's God. like, I love you. See, it'll be interesting. Cause last time I went, I feel like a lot of the people that were there only knew a couple songs or they just heard about them or they, yeah, totally into the whole thing. And I just wonder how much has changed or if there's going to be a lot more people. Or... Mm. Well, I definitely think it's going to be crowded because I think a lot of his shows are selling out. Even last year, though, I waited in line forever just to get in. Yeah. I don't know. I Another reason, like, I hate concerts. And, you know, usually when I go, I'll only go if I have a seat. Or if yeah. it's like a listening room type of situation, you know, where people are polite. Where you're like sitting at a table, like a concert <laughs> in a cafe or something. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm very into polite audiences. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if that's because I come from the theater or what. I don't know if it's because I'm a short person and I don't like, you know, being stuck in a crowd of 
dull people. But I also can't stand like hero worship. Like it, it really like bothers me. It freaks me out. And do you know what I'm saying, talking about? I feel like I do, but you should elaborate. Uh, I mean, I don't like it when people go to concerts and they and they like freak the fuck out, you know, and they like because I don't know. I mean, like I like Hobo Johnson. I think he's awesome. I have a lot of respect for him and I'm grateful to him, you know, for his art because it helped me a lot. But like if I was to meet him or stand in front of him, it's not that I wouldn't be a little bit starstruck. I'm sure I would. But, like, I would want to be able to, like, shake his hand and just be like, hey, thanks. Uh, you know, I yeah. really appreciate you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I wouldn't be like, <laughs> you know what I like? Because, like, that to me is just so silly. Like, I feel embarrassed for them. I feel embarrassed for me for being there because, like, then it makes me feel like, well, am I supposed to be acting like that? Um, yeah. I don't know. And it, I, it just is distancing it just puts like a greater distance between me and the artist I feel like, because I guess I, I guess I feel like the more like rabid amount of fans there are, the further I'm going to get away from the artists that I like, because they're going to feel the need to put a barrier there, put like protect yeah. themselves. If that makes sense. That does make sense. I feel that same way. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's, I guess starstruck's the word. If you're in a room with somebody that you've, really respected and appreciated and then you're like oh man they're right in front of me this is so mm-hmm. odd but i don't want to put an artist at another level where it's like they're a god yeah like I'm that's like, so not it's just it bothers me because yeah. i'm like i want to be like i just think like i get starstruck by my friends sometimes you know when my friends do something really great you know but i still want to like I don't know. I guess I guess for every, like every artist that I truly truly like, I want to feel like I could be their friend. That's how I look at it. I don't want them to be at a, such a different level where I'm like, well, I, they they're gonna look at me like somebody that Ugh, I don't. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. I'd rather have a conversation with them and yeah, and get the chance to work with them or like Mike Fabiglia, right? You know, someone who I just I respect so much and appreciate his work and everything he does I think is so good but I want to I would love to work with him someday yeah I don't want to treat him like he's some otherworldly creature yeah, yeah I'm just like you're so good and I don't do what you do and yeah because when we it's like the whole purpose of like for me liking someone admiring someone is because I feel connected to them yeah and the more I turn them into yeah like a god instead of just another person I'm distancing myself from them yeah. and I don't want that it's fine to be a fan, though. Yeah, but, of like, course. I'm a fan of my brothers and my sister. Yeah. Like, doesn't mean I worship them. Yeah. Even though they tell me I should. Like, I don't... I think that's kind of why some people, you know, like, like sort of like the hipster motto is like, oh, when something becomes too mainstream, like, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I... Obviously, I don't feel that way. There's plenty of mainstream things I like. Taylor Swift, for one thing. I like Taylor Swift. But, like... I do kind of understand that once someone reaches a certain level of, of fame that you're like, well, I just don't feel as close to them anymore because yeah. I know physically I would never be able to like, you know what I mean? It like felt like you be, were part of something small and special and whatever. Yeah, small and special, but it's like, I mean, there's a lot of indie like 
shows that I go to, which I like going to a, because I, it's a small, like non-crowded thing, but like, there's an artist I really like. Her name is Eliza Rickman and she's amazing. And I think that, you know, she's one of, as far as I'm concerned, I think she's one of the best artists, singer songwriters on earth. But, um, I have had an actual conversation with her. You know, I gave her some fan art, um, after a show once and like now she follows me on Instagram and we'll DM every now and then, you know what I mean? And I don't think she's any less great and I wish her all the success in the world, but like it was so nice that I was able to personally thank her for her artistic contribution to my life. And I don't think I'm ever going to get the chance to do that with T Swift. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, maybe. I don't know, it's maybe. It's harder though because there's so many people. It's harder because she's distanced from me because she has to take a lot, you know, more precautions because yeah. she does have crazy fucking fans who are you going have to, to at that level. Even if you don't want her. to, you might want to be close with your fans be like, but I know. Yeah, but you have to. I know there's people that are just too crazy. Yeah. You don't know when you're going to get that version or if you're going to get somebody who's normal. Yeah. People lose their minds and they forget that they're talking to another person. Well, and I mean, I'm not going to yeah, say that I've never felt that before. Like when I was a little girl and I loved Hanson, you know, I got, you know. Well, that's different. They are gods. <laughs> well, that is different. I mean, <laughs> come on. No, but I mean, I felt like that screaming excitedness, like when I, you know, got to meet them or whatever. But like, I held it in. I, I was super cool. Yeah, but I was... at that age, you don't know that <laughs> that's something that maybe you shouldn't do or you don't even know what's happening. You're just yeah. like, I, I, I love them. I did, though. I, I, so I was 14 and they were playing a free concert outside of Tinseltown. Wow. <laughs> and I, we, I stood in line four hours to meet them and get their autograph. And then I, I walked up to Zach Hansen, who was my crush. And he was so beautiful and he had, his cheeks were like ruddy because it was a hot summer day and he had his hair in a ponytail. And I very, very coolly um, was like, I feel so bad that I'm not crying like all these other girls. <laughs> I'm normal. I'm cool and normal. And he was like, no, don't feel bad that you're not crying. And he kind of laughed. And I was like, oh, my God, I made Zach Hansen laugh. I'm so cool. He wants to marry me. <laughs> and did you guys? No, he. Tell um, everyone what happened. He met, they got married. He met someone. <laughs> he met someone else, which I thought was kind of rude after the obvious connection that we had. Um, and I think they have a family and stuff. So whatever. You know, Zach Hansen listens to this podcast, right? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Zach, DM me. Let me know what happened. <laughs> I I feel like you were giving me some mixed signals. Feel oh, a little bit misled. I want to contact him. <laughs> I think they're really really nice guys. They seem like it. Like I think they're really generous, and I'm sure they've played Umbop about seventy thousand more times than they've ever wanted. To. Oh, it's still so good though. When I hear that, I genuinely like that song. It's I don't not know. a guilty pleasure. It's just a pleasure. I mean, it's a bop. It's an umbop. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It feels good. Yeah, I mean, I listened to it good. so many times when I was young, so now I, I I have a hard time listening to it just because it's just like, oh, my God. Um, it, it's not it was on like, that much anymore, though, so when it does come, come on, I'm like, ah, yeah, no, it's a, childhood. But I listen to it more than it, the regular a lot people's. Of, yeah, than a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I, I remember one time Rob Lowe, when it, this was when I worked at Chesapeake, 
um, Rob Lowe came to Chesapeake to like give a, a talk or whatever, which was pretty cool, uh, you know. Um, and I got to ask him a question, which was nice. But um, I remember our, our VP of the company, I won't say her name, but she was say it. <laughs> Martha Berger. Oh, <laughs> she was the one who was like sitting up there kind of, you know, being the Oprah Winfrey of the, you know, sort of summit. You know, we were all in the, you know, theater and, you know, she was sort of interviewing him as it were. Um, and she goes, I'm sorry. I just have to do this. I'm up here with Rob Lowe. Ah! And she like, and I was just like, Martha, you are embarrassing yourself. You're ruining it. Like, yeah, I was just like, Ugh. like, I, I just like put my head in my hands in that moment. I was just like, whoa. I think that would, if I was Rob Lowe, it'd be. I would be, yeah, too. I would be, it, that would be off-putting for me. You're like, I don't want you to make me feel like I'm different either. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, you're, so, it was we just, just, yeah, it conversation. just, I felt like it made us just look, like, we're already in Oklahoma. It's like, don't make us look more hokey than yeah, we already like, need to look. this is what I expected. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why don't you just stick a piece of straw between your teeth? <laughs> Did she? No, she didn't. Oh. But, um, but I will say that he, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he is gorgeous and shiny and he looks like shiny. Yeah. And he looks 18 years old. Like that man. He, well, he's a Hollywood star. Like that's, yeah, but lots of Hollywood stars, you know, up close, not so great. But how many have you seen up close? I don't know. One, maybe a handful. I don't know. But he, he looked great. You saw and he was very gracious and, and sweet. That's nice. And he gave me some good. Happen. He gave me some good acting advice, too, which was, what was nice. It? He said, I asked him if he subscribed to any kind of method and he just said, you know, um, I always just look for really good writing, you know, because writing is going to do a lot of the work, you know, kind of right out of the gate. And then he says he tries not to catch himself acting, you know, that if he feels like he's acting, then it probably looks like he is. Um, and I, I think about that a lot, you know, and I do that to myself sometimes when I'm like, like there's been some times in rehearsal where I'm like, what's roll that back because that was bad <laughs> they should know uh and some people don't know yeah i think i think mr Lowe for his uh words of advice oh, mr Lowe, we know you listen too we know so. yeah he's a huge fan and we have to call you mr Lowe. that's what you said <laughs> we can't look him in the eyes yeah, you mr. are Lowe. important more important than the rest of us mm -hmm. as you know we worship you as a deity yes thank you for uh blessing us <laughs> with your dewy complexion yeah and your piercing eyes oh, what a beautiful man right i mean he is i don't know he's basically no a stallion i'm a zero on the kinsey scale so are you yeah really i think i'm like a did you put me at a three is that what you're <laughs> i just i don't i mean i guess that's fine. Obviously, you're so disappointed. Obviously, you're a huge homophobe. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I am. Is six like gay? Six zeros, is totally homosexual. Totally Zero is totally heterosexual. I don't know. Maybe I'm like a two or a three. It depends. I mean, if Alicia Keys walked in the room, I'd be a six. For that moment. I love Alicia or Keys. Forever. I just she's my she's wifey material. Oh, see. I could I don't I can't think of a guy that would make me feel that way. Really? No. Not even HJ? No. See he's someone I just want to hang out with. I don't yeah. wanna 
Kiss him. <laughs> Kiss him. Don't have I can't yeah, I can't think of anybody. And I've I've like asked myself that a lot of times where we'll like tr- like bring up somebody in my head, like a friend or like anybody I've met. Yeah. Like, just not Do I feel that way about them? And I'm like, oh no. Ugh. I just don't. No, that's fine. God, but dude. if you're in prison you'd be gay in like two minutes. Is that gay? Or is that just surviving? I don't know. Like, if you were in prison for the rest of your life, don't you think you'd want a companion? Huh. Good question. I don't know. I'd be in solitary because, you know, I get like I get crazy. You get cray. Yeah. I would have a, a girl that I called daddy in about <laughs> <laughs> my first day. Like, if I was in prison for the rest of my life, I'd be like, I am a six. I am a lesbian now. Oh, man. I am looking Just for my tough. daddy. I don't. I can't. I can't imagine. I don't want to think about being in prison, though. Well, I can't imagine that you'll ever go. You don't know what I get into. You don't know. <laughs> well, maybe now that you hit your head, uh, changed me. It might change you. Like if you start doing illegal shit tonight, I might yeah. have to just like go. I'm into drugs and murder now. It's what it is. You know. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm sorry, officer. He hit his head. He was playing indoor soccer. You're like, oh, it's a whole thing. Okay, it's fine. We see that a lot. <laughs> Before this, he was a very law-abiding citizen. And I'm like, nah, not anymore. <laughs> Yo. It's unchanged me. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest me, officer. <laughs> I've been bad. I saw a tweet the other day that I thought was funny. Um, you know how people are making a big deal about like a You vape, say a boot? A boot. <laughs> about vape pens and like the mango flavor and how it's like going to kill you or whatever. Oh, and it's like killed six people or something. Yeah, right. Thing? And so the guy's like, yeah, a cop pulled me over. He saw a vape pen in my front seat. And he was like, hey, I saw in the news those things were killing people. And he goes, oh, really? I heard they were saying the same thing about you guys. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so terrible. But so funny. It's so true. That's, that's like that's a quick comeback. Yeah. It's like he almost wanted to get pulled over so he could say it. <laughs> Had he a vape pen up on the dash. Just like, what is that there? Um. We're getting short on time here. Okay. I think. I think I didn't even set a timer because cause who needs it? Who, need, who needs it? Time is just money. Is money. <laughs> so we both say, hey, we yeah. brought it back to money. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Speaking of money, where can I get some? Oh, yeah. Weren't you just chastising me for <sighs> wanting to come into a sum? I want to earn the sum. I'm just like, how do See, I See, I'm it? okay with not earning it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I am 100% not. Uh, no, I just want to happen upon it. But 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 I would turn it into good things. Okay. Well, we will see. All right. Um, I have a pile of cash waiting for you. It's a test. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't wait. There are two suitcases sitting next to the door. <laughs> I need you to pick them up, get in your car, and drive south. And <laughs> so this is a, turned into a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I told you. I'm different now. All right. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Do you have any uh, Do you have any advice for me? I think I asked you that last time. Remember when we weren't recording? Mm. Uh, wear a helmet. <sighs> so good. Life's tough. Get <laughs> Life's a helmet. Life's tough. Boy meets world. Okay. Thanks, Holly. Thanks for everything. Yeah, and I'm looking at the screen right now. It is recording, so this will... 
definitely, definitely recording. Yeah, definitely. Okay, rad. All right, we'll come back soon. We'll do. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks again to Holly for coming on the show. Um, I'm I'm committed to recording this outro in one take because I got to get out of here and I'm gonna go to therapy. Shout out therapy. Uh, let me know if you go. Actually, you know what? While we're on the topic, let me know if you go to therapy. Let's talk therapy. Come on the show. Let's talk therapy. But uh, until then, I don't know that I have much to say. I really like that conversation. I'm really glad that it ended up working out and that I got to record it and now I get to put it out. And uh, I came back this week just like I told you I would. So hopefully I can keep that going. I will keep that going. And I will be back here next week. I don't know what the conversation will be yet, but I know I'm excited to have it. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. So I hope everyone has a good week. I really appreciate you stopping by to listen. I have a bunch of stuff coming up that I hopefully will be able to talk about soon. But until then, if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.